Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Oh, now it's on the floor. Oh, yeah. There we go. There's a cap open. Get that later. Speaking of, we'll talk about that maybe in a little bit, too, though. Cap open. Uh, but that was a bottle cap opening. That's what that was. Uh, welcome, everybody, to episode 73 of Life Over Par. It's been a few weeks. It's been a little bit. It's a Cinco de Mayo episode. Ooh. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. I'm I'm drinking a drink in uh, four, nine, four, four of... Uh, Mas agave. Can you read that? Classica. Classica. Mas agave. Classica lime. It's a founders. Briette, uh, I guess. Don't do that. Founders usually. is good. Don't do that usually, but yeah, I think it's like tequila because it says agave. So it's mm. uh, so it's not beer. Brewed with a, brewed with agave and sea salts, aged in tequila barrels. Last time you had tequila. So we'll see. I was with you. Our golf trip. That's pretty good. Yeah. It tastes strong, though. Mm. 10%. Yeah. yeah. That's a strong beer. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Ugh. We'll see how that goes. Huh. All right. Anywho. That's how you guys been. It's, uh, yeah, episode 73. Um, you know, there's nothing like starting out sinking a mile like a good murder in the morning. You know, what'd you say? Murder? You didn't know about this? Oh, yeah. Come on. That's not a murder. Well, <laughs> some guy shot another dude and he's dead. Self-defense. Okay. <laughs> homicide, we'll say. No, not homicide. Oh, come on. That's murder. Uh, we'll see. I think it's ruled a homicide so far. Oh. I think. Anyway, Kyle, you don't know because you're not in Claire, but... This morning, somebody tried to break into another person's house, and that guy double-tapped. Pow-pow. Damn. Right behind the Dairy Queen. Well, Dairy Phil, the ice cream place. Yes. That house? Yep. That house. I mean, I don't know what you're breaking in there for, but. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) that's how we started our day. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. You know, killing in Claire doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's big news. A lot of state cops are around. I bet. I bet. No I mean, way. it does that every time there's somebody dead, but it just seems bigger in Claire. For sure. Yeah. So, um, Kyle, you asked the question. I just kind of skipped right over it because I didn't want to do it at that point, but you asked how we were doing. <laughs> so, yeah, we're doing all right. Doing good. Doing, do, doing good. Yourself? Stressed, man. You seem flustered. Yeah, this uh, this twin stuff ain't no joke. It's hard today. Today was really, really hard. Probably like the hardest day of, of parenting so far. <clears throat> Just I got home. Now I, I got a new job. Now where I'm I'm home at like 
I get out at five every single day, which is really great. Um, but when I get home, it's like we're right behind the eight ball of even the girls need to both eat or both be changed. Someone needs to make dinner while someone, we need another person to play with Logan. So you feel like you're just stretched really thin and you try to do everything, but like I have pacifiers and cars and just all this crap everywhere, but it just doesn't clean it up. You're just going to, you know, take it out tomorrow. So I'm just leaving it. Yep. It's hard. And then trying to get the girls on the right formula is pretty tough. Um, they usually sleep until about four o'clock. They wake up around four o'clock to, to eat um, in the morning. So they're sleeping decently, but I think it's just, it takes a toll on Logan too. Cause he always has my like one-on-one attention whenever we give him a bed and stuff like that. But now that the girls are more getting more and more alert and need more and more time to like be held and, and don't want to be in one place at, you know, not sleeping as much. So it's just, we're now getting in the thick of it. Yeah. yeah. It's a rough time. Eventually though, they will. Yeah. They're at a good age. The three of them where they can entertain each other. Right. Eventually. And you only, you only have like four more years of wiping asses. Yeah. I mean, so, that, yeah. I, I, I'd wipe. That, that's fine. It's the, the one crying when everyone else is fine. It just, they're never really on the same page until like right now. Like I had to go to CVS. I, I text you guys saying I'm going to be a little late. I had to go to CVS cause we're on like our last little can and the girls went to, um, Tiffany's their sitters for the first time. So we dropped a can of formula off for, for them. And then we looked in our cabinet and we didn't have any like great. So I had, they closed at nine o'clock and I got there at eight, I was at eight fifty eight, and I was in and out and by the time they were ready to lock up. So I didn't feel too bad, but right. I got, got my shit and got out. So but yeah, I'm thinking of it, man. I totally get the cleaning thing. Like why clean it, getting it all out yeah. tomorrow. My wife yeah. has a disorder where she says she can't sleep in a dirty house. Ooh. And I oh boy. have a disorder where I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, so I, the, the kids are just going to get it all out as soon as they get out. Yeah. And I'm not going to be there anyway. <laughs> if, yeah, like, and if it makes her yeah. feel better, you're going to yeah. let her clean. And we try yeah. To, yeah. yeah. I will allow her to clean if, yeah. if she wants to. And we try to clean up and do the best we can because if you don't, it just snowballs, right? So, like, we switch over laundry and get laundry down here. And we do a load of laundry, but it sits in the basket because we forget. And we put them in the bed and we're like, shit, we have a half load of laundry for Logan. And, of course, his stuff's on the on the top. So, he can't go in his room after you put him down in bed. And all the girl stuff is on the bottom or our stuff's on the bottom. We're like, well, I'm not getting his stuff out. And, like, we stack it or whatever. It's going to unfold. Like, we're no tomorrow tomorrow so all our clean clothes we have like two or three baskets full of clean clothes we just just don't have time to put them away man it's just yep playing on is the worst yeah i have the like, same problem <laughs> <laughs> i have no kids see even the single guys yeah no, i mean i do no the, kid, i do guys. the laundry and it's just like i just don't feel like putting them away yep this is, a, this yeah. is what it is 
it just it's oh man and like right now literally is the time like i I sat down like right now for this getting the girls to bed and and we tried we're trying to get the schedule to try to get them in bed before logan goes to bed but they're not ready to go to bed yet so we put logan down but when we put logan down they're both really fussy and maybe this is like an eye-opening for me because this is the first week that i'm home every single day at night right. so it's kind of insight to you know what michelle has to go through and what she does on a day-to-day basis or night-to-night basis so appreciate her a little more but um yeah man it's fucking it's tough yep well, it's good things to look forward to, you know, if, if ever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you just let you know now. I mean. <laughs> sounds great. Uh, I don't yeah. recommend it. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's the thing, like, to be like 100% like transparent, like, uh, when one of the girls cry, I'm so mad at the uh, one of them because I just want to play, like, I want to play with Logan. And I'm just like, and every time I just feel bad, you know, you're just like all right, just, you know, just give me a minute. Just, I'm trying to like calm her down or, you know, or I'll, I'll have her, one of them on my, you know, on my chest and I try to set her down, but she needs to be held. And I hold her and trying to play. And Logan's like, no dad, no, like, this is how we're going to play. Like you need to put your, you need to put my sister down. And it's just, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll get to it'll it. get better. Yeah. Kevin Kevin should know. I have no I, idea. I, I don't know shit about twins. Sounds miserable, but it'll yeah. get better. Yeah. <laughs> no gray hair you yet. Got, you got two kids, so right. I mean that's yeah. they're my, they're that's my good twins. enough, right? I don't have the third one. Yeah. It's good enough. Um Yeah, you you don't want a third one, do you? Not saying like I'm gonna give you one of mine, but No. <laughs> no. no. I, don't well, want, I don't want your third one, I don't want my third one. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, probably noticed the Kentucky clock is reset. Mm. Now, 348 days, nine hours, 20 minutes, and 16 seconds away from next year's. That's all. And that's the one that you can go to, Kevin, right? Well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Whoa. Hoping to. Okay. I think this will be, the hopes might be too high, but I don't know. The, the hopes are up there that it's going to be one of the best in terms of, our group, our younger group yeah. of guys making it on the trip. Yeah. yeah that, so. I mean, last year when we all went, that was, that was pretty that good. Was up there with one of the best ones. Yeah, for sure. We're um, just missing Ryan. Yep. And he's hoping, yeah. he's hoping next year, you know, 348 days. <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll be able to, to do it as well. Yeah. So, so be... is there anything you wanted to talk about? From the Kentucky trip since you showed up you know, Friday morning, Kyle. Yeah, it was, uh, I thought it was awesome. Like for me, I, I don't see myself ever driving up to go down on the bus again because I was home by like one o'clock and it was smooth. Um, that I don't, I don't know when you guys got home, but it wasn't bad. I, like we got, you guys bad. left, you guys left at eight and then I went back up to the room I went, we had Starbucks down in like the lobby. I had a you know, Starbucks. I went to my room, took a shower, like slowly got together and I was on the road, but I was home by like a little after one o'clock. So it was a, just a straight yeah. shot. Yeah. So I think I'll most likely just meet you guys down there and then 
kind of go from there and then on my way back. I think the first maybe two, possibly three trips, I think you put too much emphasis on the bus ride down of being a great time, which it is fun, but in like the whole scope of it, it's really not. It's a first little step. Fun, like, yeah. But you you do I mean you'd have to meet us at the scramble course is where you'd have to meet yeah. us. Yeah. But but like yeah, the the initial trip down for the most part, it's everyone being like, Hey, haven't seen you in a while, what's going on? Cool. They go back, they in. they play some some cards yeah. in the back and we're just kind of shooting the shit and maybe yeah. taking a nap. I mean Well really. The one year when the bus broke down. Yeah, that one was different. <laughs> we but Carl got on the bus and things stepped up. Yeah. The party started. The party didn't start till Carl walked in. Yeah. With a bottle of crown. And fireball. And a just bottle of fireball. Yeah. But I don't I myself at least I don't see that going down again. Yeah. I think Maybe. the trip too, like it's up to again. Us. We've 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 been to we've been on this trip now or been at this location for what, four or five years now? Four, four years, I think maybe? Four. So we're here four years. And every time we go, like, we went and had dinner at that restaurant, that pretty nice restaurant on Friday night. I've never been there before. No. Never Have you ever been, been there? there? No. I mean, I thought it was really good. I thought it was pricey. As Austin's shit, but... across the street, the steakhouse, or the fancy place. Yeah. Austin's across the street. really good. I don't know. We went to a fancy steakhouse last year. No, it, it was, was different. Per- we went it to that Bruce's house. birthday. Yeah. Uh, same as Kenny's, Kenny and yeah. And, oh, that's yeah. this. This was right across the street, just like like yeah. two buildings just down, the two doors L. down from the double L. Hmm. I don't expensive. Kyle being there. Kyle had himself quite a bill on his dinner. Yeah, I had uh, eighty-five bucks, eighty-five dollar yeah. dinner. Which for me, I was like, I wasn't expecting to win any money on my bets because I was a three handicap, and I think I took money almost from everyone. So I didn't, I didn't pay, I don't think I paid a total of $6 to anybody the first day or maybe even the second day, but, um, he played a lot better than we expected him to play, <laughs> which is why I don't really believe him that he hasn't been out like hitting balls or anything. Like right. we're going to take Logan out on the range and he's going to play around while I hit some balls. I think that's something that's happening because he played no. a lot better. Yeah. I'd, he's a I, sandbagging son of a bitch. Yeah, so on his shirt. I think I shot 70, 74, 73 or something like that. Yeah. And when I shot 73 the second day, I doubled the first hole. I, I, I put on the Carl glasses in the morning, my first tee off, because it's Saturday morning, right? And I, me and Carl don't have a chance to win. Um, and we had a drink, and I put the Carl glasses on, and I smashed one. I don't know, probably like 270 right down the middle. And uh, from there, I have like maybe 70 yards in and I just drop kick a wedge and just hit it right in the middle of the, the ball and just flies over the green like 40 yards. I make, yeah. make a quick double. I remember you getting that double and then sending me a snap that's like, well, I got one to play with the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did it. I didn't expect it to work out for you there, but whatever. Something yeah. happened. There was some sort of cheating going on. That group. Some sort of cheat. Somebody was forgetting how to count strokes or something. It just, I don't know. It just, I think it was just the fact that 
you know, you don't have those expectations of playing well. You don't have any bad thoughts in your head. And you're like, well, if you hit a, if you hit a bad tee shot, you're like, all right, just how can I make par? If, if like, give me a chance to make par. And yeah. somehow I was able to kick it around and hmm, figured it out, I guess. Well, my, my only story for the Kentucky trip this year is Sunday I was in town in Claire and heading out of town back to my in-laws house and hmm. Ron Dion pulled the bus out in front of me on the way home. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're the bigger big vehicle. We yeah, had the right yeah, away. Right. Yeah, you have the right away if you take it, I guess. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> and then the wipers on that bus, I'll tell you what, the driver wipers Still yeah. don't work. Yeah, they didn't. Damn. And it was downpouring, but we had just enough Rain-X on that window that he was <laughs> like, okay, I guess I'm not stopping because uh, he could see through it, but the passenger wipers just going, cleaning that window off good. God, we and need a new yikes. bus. We finally got back to the course, and he went out there and just like pulled on it real hard, and that wiper started going. So I what? think he got the driver wiper working no. afterwards. <laughs> After the trip? It was like just stuck. And yeah. he just yanked on it real hard, and then it started working. Got to remember that for next year. I think he got it. It'll probably be stuck again by then. No longer stuck. We'll see. Oh, I did make a par with just a with just a driver. Carl told me that. Yeah, I think you went like I, driver, 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 driver. I went driver, par five, driver. Then I was about two. I don't know about two fifty out, and there's nothing in front, so I I drop kicked a, a driver and hit it in the middle of the ball. Clubface hit the middle of the ball and just screamed down there right on the fringe. And then I chipped it on to about, I don't know, with my putter or with my driver and kind of bunted it up there to like, I don't know, six, seven feet. I'm like, if I miss this with a putter, I'm going to be so mad. But if I hit it with a driver and I miss it, I'll say, well, I had to give myself a chance to go the whole hole with just using the driver. I yeah. thought it'd be a pretty cool story to make that, but I ended up missing it. But See if I would if I was yeah if I was to putt that with my putter and miss it I'd just been like oh well way to go you're just not clutch but now I have an excuse that's that's golf a game of excuses <laughs> yeah there you go just keep bringing them up uh, Monday night league started Heck so yeah, we can have our own excuses on golf here yeah it was cold Kevin, it was cold you haven't knocked the rust off yet no uh, I, don't, was I don't I don't knock the rust off. I think you shot a 56, 40, a 49, I think I did. Hey, there we go. So we got there and we, we took cart 39 and I was like, Kevin, I'm going to shoot a 39 tonight. Well, after my three handicap comes off, I shot a 39. Ooh. Kevin shot a 49, take his 10 off. He shot a 39. Oh, so we rode I cart 39 and both shot 39. Woo. So next time we're gonna have to grab like twenty seven or something. <laughs> See if we can yeah. go a little lower. That'd be great. Uh, but that started up um, not too shabby. Uh, we still have our our expectations for what we're doing in the league. So Kevin, what were you doing again? Forty breaking forty twice, three times. I don't remember. Was it forty? I thought it was like forty two or something. Maybe it's forty. I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for you doing it. I think so. I'd have to listen again what it was. Because I did it once last year. So maybe it was do it twice this year. Maybe. Okay. And my my plan is to get to a zero handicap 
in league and break par twice, I think it was. Or was it three times? We'll have to listen. I think it's twice. Oh, I think it's twice. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember That's very well. Feet. Get to a zero and break par twice. That's my goal. So. Mine was to play five times, so I only got three more to go. That was pretty easy for you then. I got a cap outing. Hell yeah. There you go. Can't wait for that. June 13th. Yep. I'm sure we'll we'll get to that and have people talking on it later episodes leading up to it. Um but yeah, Monday late Monday night league started, my Wednesday night league started. I'm ready. You play better on Wednesdays, right? He did this week. Seems to, yeah. I shot a 38 actual on Wednesday, and then I was like, well, I want to break par twice, so here's a shot. Let's play the other nine yeah. to try to break par. Didn't work out so great. Uh, I shot a 79. I was six over on the par threes. Two doubles and two bogeys <laughs> on the par threes. So I need to work on my par three play. Hmm. Not good on the par threes. Mine weren't yeah. great either. Par threes are, yeah, par threes are bitches. I, I don't know why I can't do it. Like, it seemed like every other time around I was, you know, hitting an approach shot on, it wasn't that bad. Hit a green. But when it's set up on a tee in perfect, like, situation to hit a ball onto a green, I just can't do it. <laughs> Put it in the rough when I'm hitting approach shot, fine. Put it in the fairway, maybe, it's fine. Put it on a tee, I just can't seem to make it work. I'm about 50-50. And it's usually like, like, a, it's usually like a an bad iron chunk that just rolls you're off the tee box. Yeah, just hitting an iron onto a green. If it's a par so four I, or a par five, I would seem to be okay with it. But like yeah. to hit an iron out of the tee box yeah. for a three, I just couldn't. I couldn't hit the green. Couldn't do usually it. Usually, like if there's like a divot in front of me, like I, I put the ball on the front of the divot. If that makes sense. Like yeah, we're going this way. Yeah, or like. I'll kick up my heel and like kick up, like pull up some dirt and then set it on there and like press it on there. Why, I don't know why. I, why do that instead of a T? I don't know. Like I just have this superstition that I'm going to just hit it like two or three grooves higher because I'm not used to having it on the T all the time. Hmm. But I mean, if I, when I go out and play, I'm not playing it where it lies. Like I'm fluffing that thing up. So. <coughs> fluffer. Well, there, there you go. You're a fluffer. Yeah, I'm a fluffer. You guys fluff in league? Yeah, don't fluffer. Don't don't Google it. <coughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. You guys fluff in league? COVID. No. I mean, I think you're allowed uh in my Wednesday league, I think you can. But Mondays I don't think you're supposed to. I know some people that do it anyways, but I don't think you're well, supposed to. Well, if we're on a par five and we got to reach it in two and we need to hit driver, we're a long ways away. Kevin's going to go first and he's just going to make a big old divot. And then I'm going to put that ball right on top of that end of that divot. And it's going to be pressed up just like a T on that so, screen. So he's got no confidence in you, Kevin. Well, to be honest with you guys, on par fives, I'm probably just not going to tee off unless I absolutely have to. 
That's fair. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, for the cap outing, we're going to have Sammy teen off in the women's tees. So right, right. Oh, yeah. We're going to have that advantage. I think we're safe. I think we'll be all right. Like on two, we're definitely going for it in two. That's oh, easy. Yeah. That's <laughs> easy. We're probably hitting like a seven, nine, seven nice. to nine iron in, probably. Make sure you tell her to, to put that put that pin in the bottom. <laughs> Yeah. and then spin it back we'll we'll see what we can do i don't want to i don't here. i don't want the people setting this up to think that you know we're setting it up we're having any <laughs> input on how the course will play that's uh, fair given the gms on our team but it could happen i don't know it could happen um speaking of uh the kentucky trip while that was going on there was a golf outing or a golf tournament going on None of us picked anybody for that tournament. Is that it was, true? It was a team tournament. Oh, Zurich yeah. Classic. None of us picked oh, anybody. Yeah. So I said to myself, I don't know if this works with you guys. Well, I said to myself, probably not. we'll just take the guys we had from the previous tournament. Mm. And that'll be our pick for the next tournament. You know? So uh-huh. I had Patrick Cantlay, of course. All right. um, Kevin had two guys that wasn't even in the tournament. <laughs> and, then, and then Kyle had Shane Lowry. You know? Uh. So he was being pulled there, I thought. You no. take those, yep, he was. Yeah. So you take those yeah. teams and you only get the points for the guy that you had, which, you know, Kevin, you didn't have anybody. So I said, he's probably going to take like Will Zalatoris, <laughs> which got fourth, you know. So, yeah. So if we want to do it that way, uh, Patrick Cantley got one, no, million, no, 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 $199,350. <laughs> Where Will Zalatoris got one hundred and ninety-one thousand nine hundred thirty-seven, and Kyle, you would have got sixty-nine thousand eight hundred and three dollars. Sixty-nine, nice. No thanks. So, would you guys be up for that? Uh, we we should probably just go zeros across the board for that one. Uh, are you, yeah. sh- are you sure? Yeah, because sure. we we play so many bets in Kentucky as it is. So just well, I know if we would have taken bets, you know, I, I would have taken Patrick Cantley. You know, right? Why not? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to. I mean, they had the best odds out on that to win from the yeah. get go. So miss out on that opportunity for myself. You know, Tasty being face. in last place. So if you guys don't want to accept those results from the Zurich Classic, I guess it's that, a it's a no for me. That that jumps ahead to the Mexico Open. Oh, and that was, a, that was a runaway from the get go. And uh, you know, John Rahm was the favorite to that. And I was like, I'm not going to pick the favorite. Yeah. Every time I pick a favorite <clears throat> for the tournament, I miss a cut or it, something it doesn't work out well for me. So I, I don't want to do that. So instead, I went for the second favorite, Abraham Answer. And when you know what? John Rahm ran away with that one to victory. And, you know, would have been great taking $1.3 million. Sure, sure. Yeah, usually they have it where it's like before the first tee shot, like who's ever like going to win is plus – 1100 or 1200 or whatever and rom was like before he even blinked he was at like plus 400 i'm like yeah. we still have like 70 holes to go what are we doing and then it just slowly went more like depleted 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 and i'm like well i missed the train i'm not going to get on it now and told myself i wasn't going to bet on golf for a while so <laughs> i would have totally bet like three of them behind him but i'm so glad i didn't so yeah. So anyway, I took so really like the win. I took Abraham Answer, who finished uh, T forty two. Thanks, Abraham. 
Uh, and Russell Knox, who missed the cut. That's great. So now I, I mean, you guys don't really accept the Zurich Classic numbers. So <laughs> I guess now I'm at 5.1 million. I think we're doing a lot better than we did last year. Uh, Kevin, you had you had Fat Prick Reed. I don't know why I picked him. He tied for 42 with answer. And then you had Kramer Hickok who missed the cut. Mm-hmm. So now you are at six million four hundred seventy-eight thousand six hundred sixty-nine. I mean, you could have been higher if you would have been okay with the Zurich Classic. Uh, Kyle, I don't know what research you're doing to come up with the the shit that you're pulling out <laughs> and your picks, but you're like, I'm just feeling two underdogs this week. I don't even want. I don't even want one of the big guys. I'm taking two underdogs. So you had uh, Thigala and Lahiri, Mm. and that's T24 and T15. So you at $9,652,762. What do you have to say for yourself? What what's the tournament? The tournament was the Mexico Open. I'm not gonna bet on a white guy to win the Mex- the Mexican Open. What do you think it took Abraham kind, answer? Yeah. Some kind of color. So I went with two guys. Prior picked like, a, a Mexican. Is, this week's is it racist? Oh man. <laughs> I'm gonna pick some kind of color, he says. Oh Somewhere boy. I'm a different city than white, so you are four and a half million in front of me right now. All you, it takes is you to pick Patrick Cantley in the final. You you don't want the Zurich money to count, but oh. I already added it up here. I mean, I have the money without it and the money with it. We could just jump to with it. We could do that. I already have it in there. Okay. Maybe next year I'll put it up to the committee. All right. Well, that was uh, last week's. Uh, this week is Wells Fargo Championship that's uh, started today. We got our picks in, and this was a tough pick for me because he fails me every time. But it was his birthday yesterday. I took oh. Rory McElroy. Hey, he, needs, he needs to step up here. And then I went with Sepp Straka as my dark horse. Wells Fargo, here we go. Sepp Straka. Roy McElroy. Those are my last place picks. Or me in last place, those are my picks. Kevin, your picks. I picked Matthew Fitzpatrick and Matthew Neesmith. Neesmith's name is Matthew as well? Yes. You're on a Matthew kick this week? Apparently. Apparently. Now, Kyle, you tried to take Fitzpatrick after Kevin already had him, but <laughs> yeah. what, what were your final picks? I had Patrick Reed. And Richard Flowers. And what would make you pick Richard Flowers? Um, this also is known first, as Ricky Fowler for anybody else. He, uh, his first win came here at, at that golf course he's playing at. And I saw a sweet highlight of him in the playoff. And in all orange. In all orange. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Then I also seen this um, – uh, I think Kevin picked Patrick Reed last week 
and I thought maybe yeah. I'd get on the train this week because maybe it's like that one thing yep. where we always we do take, it. So I was, I was trying to jump on that, but I saw this really cool um, clip of Jason Day of his backyard in Ohio. And he has like, have you seen this? Like two hitting bays. He's got like a 180 yard par three. He's had like a chipping area. It's like Augusta National. It's so sweet. And I almost picked him. But I'm like, this dude hasn't done anything since like 2015 when like right. Taylor made came out with a white driver. So I can't trust him. So, yep. So Ricky Fowler. Fowler. So Ricky Fowler. And uh, I saw he made a sweet bogey today. I don't know if you guys saw yeah, that. I, I don't know if you could ever I don't know say there's a sweet bogey, but this was it. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen – I didn't. all I seen him was from the fairway. And he was – I looked like 140 out and just jarred it. And he sets his club down and he points to his fingers. He goes, one, two. Yep, five. Put me down for five. Yep. Yep. Well, he, he hit it into the hazard straight into the water. It never hit ground, so we had to – Drop basically in the tee box for his third shot. Put that, let's see. So we went one in, two, three into the crap again, but not into the water. Yeah. Four out into the fairway and five dunked her in. Wow. So it was he's got cool. some like he's got some spike to him. Like those sunglasses, he has a little longer hair. Like it looks like he has some greasy hair. And <laughs> yeah, greasy know, hair. It does, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just telling Kevin yeah. he's got to cut his hair. He it's was, greasy. Yeah. He needs to cut it. Is what he has to do, and then he'll be back. Just yeah. letting it go along. But uh, as we sit right now, after day one, Richard Flowers T eight four under. Let's go. Good, good pick. Uh, Rory T seventeen three under. Neesmith T seventeen three under. Fitzpatrick T thirty eight at two under. Reed two under as well. And Sepp Straka, you're failing me. T80 after day one. He's even. Mm. Even par is 80th. Anybody's game. Yeah, I guess. With who's in front? And Joel Damon in second. And Wolf in third. Yeah, it's anybody's game. Matthew? Yeah. Matthew Wolf. Wolf. Yes. That guy so, sucks. So that guy's, all about three of those guys can, can just like bomb it. And we should, shoot we should, six over yeah. tomorrow. It's almost guaranteed. Yeah, we need we need to make a bet. Like, what's the over under on Matt Wolf's like the biggest number he's gonna put up this week? Like he's five under now. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm saying like, is he gonna shoot? I think it's like seventy seven, or I think that's the line. Like one of the next three rounds, so he's gonna shoot seventy seven. What does he finish the tournament at? He's five under now. What's he? What's his finishing score? Four over. Ooh, I, he makes. A I, was cut. Gonna, I was gonna say one over. No, I was gonna say like no. He'll shoot two over tomorrow. He'll make the cut, then shoot. Two I think he'll probably shoot one over. Two, two under for the next three rounds. But I think like he's gonna. No. I think two he's over, gonna two over, bomb. Two over. I think he's just gonna bomb one day, and then then one day, then like the next day, like oh yeah, he doesn't really care, and he goes out and plays really well. But well, he said he played his home course. Oh yeah, and lost just about every ball in his bag. And he's like, I had no thought that I was going to play well here to like today at this tournament. It's a fluke. Yeah. It is. That's why he's not going to be any third. He's not going to be anywhere near tomorrow. No. He's Maybe. Be He'll make the cut. Over. He'll make the cut. 
but he will be terrible the rest of the tournament. No, Rory does well. Not to wish you know bad things on a guy, but it's it's Wolf. He's not mm-hmm. he's not very good right now. But that's where we sit at the Wells Fargo. Uh, one thing that happened at the tournament today is uh, Sergio Garcia. Um, he had he, he had said some, a thing. He had some audio that was picked up by microphones, and I think at this point he really doesn't care that the, the microphones picked it up. But I kind of see his side of things of his argument on what happened, but at the same time, I don't know. Now, nobody really likes the guy yeah. anyway. <laughs> what it, what happened? So he hit the ball. There's a creek running on the left side of the fairway. He hit his ball, and it was obviously on the left side of the creek. So he had to cross mm-hmm. the creek to look for his ball. When he got up to the creek, he was trying to figure out how to cross it, like step on rocks to get across. Yeah. And the official apparently thought he was stopped on the edge of the, the, the creek looking for his ball so that he started the clock for looking for his ball. But really, he was looking for a, a way to get across the creek. So he finally like figured out his path he was going to take and got across the creek and like was barely looking for his ball, and they called him for time. And he was just like, what the? Like, f- what do you mean? Like, I was trying I to get gonna- across the creek, and the, the official was kind of like, well, I guess if if you are saying that you weren't looking for your ball, you were looking for a way across the creek, then I can kind of see where you would have more time, but I thought you were looking for your ball, so I started the clock. He's like, so what are you saying? Are yeah. You, I'm taking too long? Is that what you're saying right now? And basically he was like, yeah, I got you on clock. And he, he did not like that. And I can play the audio, but I think it's easier if I just read it because it's kind of hard because there's the sound of the creek yeah. in the background. But he said, I can't wait to leave this tour. Cannot wait to get out of here. couple more weeks. I don't have to deal with you anymore. <laughs> so it's Fair. pretty much set like yeah he's going to the saudi league basically and i, I don't mean, think it's a big loss i don't think it's, it's a big transition for him like going to saudi league going you know cross the pond like that's where he's from like he does european plays on the european tour and does all that stuff too so might as well play in a tournament that's going to pay you yeah. four or five times as much and like i said earlier and i Majority of the Saudi um, tournaments are in the United States. I think so. No way, really? I think Greg Norman set them up in the U.S. Yeah. They tried to. How would they televise that? I don't know. I mean, I'm down. The same way they normally I mean, more do. golf, sure. That'll be. Yeah. But I think Sergio has made about $50 million yeah. from the PGA winnings. And he's made about forty-five million ish, right in that range, in the European Tour, winning. So I mean, he's made almost a hundred million dollars in his career. I guess he's still after some more money, I suppose. Yeah, why but, not? But, Get away, he can. He's sure. got a couple. He's got kids. Dang, cheap. But he's, <laughs> but he's he's always been, and I, I guess I can't throw him under a bus on this, but. He's been a very like negative person on the course, and I get down on myself, and I'm fairly negative out there as well. So I, I'm trying to work on that, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't have like a mental health coach treating me through my golf game and everything the way he would. He's um, just a, a Spaniard, you know. But they were talking about 
And it seems like this is Golf Channel's take on everybody that has sort of been like they're going to go play the Saudi League is to now have a negative spin on the person. Right. So when, really? I, was, when I was watching it up there earlier, they were saying, like, Sergio's always been a pretty negative person. And if you if you watch a lot of his stuff, like, it's never his fault. It's always, oh, the bunker wasn't raked right or somebody was talking over here or something external was the issue of why he did something poorly. And I don't know. I guess I can kind of see what I'm trying to work myself through that. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all like, yeah, he's so negative. And he like made a shot where he's like, oh, story of my life. And, and the guy on golf channel is like, what do you mean story of your life? Where you made $50 million from the PGA and about $45 million from, from the European tour. Like, yeah, your story of life is fairly good. You're living pretty well. Yeah. So, but that's a, I mean, that's, that's such a fine line though, being from winning so many more tournaments than not, you know, it's, it literally is, you know, you play 72 holes and you have so many shots and every one of them counts. And if and that's why I think he thinks it's so important, which it is that, I mean, you missed, what was it? Jordan Spieth missed like a 18 footer and he missed the playoff by one. Like what was the, like the, um, something heritage, wherever you win, you win like the plaid yeah, jacket. The RBC. Yeah. So with that on Saturday, he missed like a 16 inch putt and that cost him from being in the playoff the next day. So maybe, I don't know. I'm not trying to back him, but I'm, get it and if you're always second and always getting like the bad deal out of it 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 can probably take a toll yeah i get it but i see you later sergio yeah right like you don't see yeah you don't see rory i mean rory hasn't won a major in what since 2014 or something so i mean and he's not that negative like he's one of the superstars and still always positive always speaks positively about everyone and how everything's handled. So, yeah. I just want to know. I just want to know who's going. Apparently, there's like 80 PGA players that they said is set to go. Greg Norman said he had 30, 30% of the top 50 players. I don't believe I heard that. before. I heard Bubba. Before Phil Mickelson's comments, and he said they've backed out now. Yeah. I, I've heard Bubba. Um, Lee Westwood, Co-Crack, uh, Co-Crack, uh, Sergio. Um, Some studs. Yeah, but I mean. Kevin Na is wearing when, their logo. Yeah, he is. <laughs> When's the yeah. last time Bubba's done anything? Not that I don't care for Bubba. Yeah. And he, he does great things during the Masters week for the drive, yeah. chip, and putt stuff for the kids. But it's like I think it's kind of, I if think Bubba's gone, what does that hurt? That's kind of creepy. I think Bubba's getting a little too into drive shipping, but to be honest, he's a little creepy. He's a little just standing there and he's, I don't know, maybe he's got like hairy hands or something. Maybe that's what creeps me out. He's wearing a green jacket and his hairy arms are just, yeah, his hair, back of his hands. <laughs> yeah. Are just a little hairy. It's a little too hairy and just sits there quietly and just, I don't know. This mm. seems a bit, mm-hmm. he's using a pink driver and making TikToks. It's, He's hip, yeah. man. He has pink drivers for yeah. breast cancer and stuff. So, and in the beginning, like that. you're welcome. Like those those videos, you're welcome. 
thought those were cool, but now I'm just like, oh. oh. Yeah, I can't think of any of the other guys, though. Um, but like if Bubba's gone, not a not a huge loss. Co-Crack, not a huge loss. Sergio, see you later. Lee Westwood, don't really <gasps> care if he's gone. So, I mean, that's just because in my eyes, at least, there's that nobody that's, mouth. there's no one that really matters Them. that's gone, unless they're not out as being gone yet. And then once it's, it's so who would be one person that you're gone. like, who'd you be the one you're like, damn, really? They're going there? I think it has to, number one has to be like, but like Rory. DJ. DJ, I feel I can kind of see DJ doing it, but yeah, I can see that. Or Brooks, I, I think DJ will just go where wherever he's or paid. Paulina. Yeah, uh, yeah, I could just, see. Like, why would I? Why would I play in the Olympics when I can go? Make yeah, money? make more million. Yeah, right. So I can kind of see him like not saying anything about it, and then tournament starting, and oh, DJ's here. Yeah, look at that. And then like three, like two days, and he's like, what? This isn't a PGA event, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I could just see this him isn't doing the PGA. That. But if uh, so far nobody relevant in my eyes is really no. gone. If Bryson went, I wouldn't be surprised. No, I didn't realize how bad. His yeah, given his went. answer, where he's just like, "Well, I'm just going to play wherever the top golfers are playing." Right. He was like very non-committal about anything. Yeah. Cool dude. Cool dude. <laughs> wow. I don't know. It nice, could be fun. Nice answer. Cool dude. Yeah. Cool dude. Um, I don't have anything more on on golf. I don't believe. Looking through here, no, nothing more on golf unless you guys do. Tiger playing. He got apparently got special treatment. Oh, don't Hill. listen to Patrick Reed's wife's fake account, <laughs> burner account. Yeah, said that he went and played with practice round with the pro, I guess, there and I guess he got the ins and outs of the golf course. But I feel like if you're in, why wouldn't you ask? Like, yeah, duh. Anybody that's going to be like, oh, we're going to hold a major here. I'm going to go play a practice round there and yeah, try anytime. to figure the course out. Right. Anybody like, would do the same thing. Right. And then be like, do you, and as a pro or as like a caddy, why wouldn't you want to be on the one that, like on the bag of one of the top 50 golfers in the world and be like, yo, I got this, 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 I have all this information. Hey, if you do really well, you know, keep me in mind. And if someone needs a caddy, that's how you like, that's how people get their way in on getting on a bag on tour. Exactly. So why not give your, so I feel like it's all the time. That is a thing, but I don't know. I still don't think it's his time. I think he's kind of pushing it a little bit, but it's awesome to see him in the field. So yeah. But I think I think the British, I think the British Open this year is going to be the biggest tournament of the whole year. Oh, it already is. They already had like the most ticket sales. I think I read. I'm trying to remember just what it was that was posted, but like the British Open or the Open, um, yeah, the Open, yeah, had like the most expected ticket sales or the most ticket sales mm-hmm. pre-ticket sales or something like that of any Open they've had. Which maybe you know it's the hundred fiftieth. Maybe got a little bit something to do with it, but I think it's Tiger gonna be playing. He's coming back from the injury. He's gonna play it. Has yeah, a bit and, more to do with it. St. Andrews. I, I think I think that's gonna just hit. I think there's gonna be all big names on top of that leaderboard. 
And I think, I think I think that's when Rory's going to win it, and I think that's when Spranger's going to owe me twenty bucks. And St Andrews is Tiger, as he said, is his favorite mm-hmm. course in the world. Yeah, so he's not going to miss it, and he is going to make sure he is on his game. And yeah. and they denied Greg Norman exemption. Awesome. Oh yeah, great. Was, no yeah. special exemptions there. <laughs> Get out I'm of here, shark. Yeah, I'm an open champion. Yeah, you're not going because you want to play in the 150th. You're going to promote your shit. Yeah. Get out of here. Sorry through that one. But yeah, other than that, I don't really have. <laughs> so, saw right through that one. All right. Uh, much. So we're on to the hockey playoffs. Ooh. And episode 57, we tried to guess how many points that we thought the Red Wings would get this season. Oh, yeah. Now, the over-under bet was 77 and a half. That's what the bet was. Kevin, you never really gave a real, like, definitive answer, but you gave a range. So you said uh, 67 to 77. Now, that's a pretty good, pretty big range you had there. It's 10 yeah. points. I bet the over on the app. But you had 67 on your app, right? Yeah, I, think I was so. listening back. I think you said, I'm showing and 67 and a half. And I was on DraftKings and it showed 77 and a half. Something like and that. you're like, all right, well, I'm going to go between 67 and 77. Yeah. Kyle, you said 64 or 84. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you also said that they will make the playoffs. And we <sighs> settled on... If they're going to make the playoffs, they can't get 64 points. So then you're like, all right, well, then I guess I'm taking 84. I said 75. They finished the season this year with 74 points. Oh, it's optimistic, man. I win. Those those shootouts, you win the shootout. <laughs> Kevin, I'm not going to say you win with a 10-point range. I ain't doing that. I'm going to say I was the closest. I had 75. I had 74. That's pretty good. It's uh, pretty good. One point away. That's that's one more getting into a overtime and losing instead of just straight losing. Yeah, I watched I watched three, I think three full hockey games this year. Yeah. Other than these playoffs, but it's crazy. I'm trying to think of all like ooh, everyone that plays now. I'm like, I, I know that's not the number of that player. Like he doesn't obviously play anymore, but I'm like. Martin Lapointe, like he he was number twenty. Like this number here, like this person had it, and now it's this new kid with sick hair that can't handle a puck. See Martin Lapointe. Yeah, dude, that was so long ago too. That I wasn't even like that wasn't even like last five to ten years hockey that we watch. Like you're going back twenty years. years. I don't think Kyle's watched hockey in. 10 you're going years, back twenty really. years. I mean, I've lived. Oh, they scored. So he's watching hockey now. Yeah. Yeah. Watching Nashville. The he only watches nope. the playoffs. Oh, you switched it? Yeah. The uh, Rangers stomped the Penguins. Okay. The so now them. you're doing Nashville and, uh, and uh, Avalanche? Avalanche. Yeah. yeah. Avalanche went out first and just dusted on the first three minutes and scored. And Nashville clawed their way back. And now it's 1-1. Okay. Well, the Oilers mm-hmm. are still in it, boys. That's true. Still in it. And... Is your bet still open? They may have lost the first game of the series, but they came back with a 6-0 victory last night. 
So like keep it rolling, Oilers. Uh, All they have to do is win the Stanley Cup for nine grand in my old pockets here. You didn't cash that out yet? No, they have not given me a cash out. Oh, yeah. They took the cash out away. I forgot about that. So I've been riding it out. They still don't give me a cash out. As soon as that hits, he's going to be like, yep. So who are they playing? I should. I should. They're playing the Kings. Oh, the LA Kings. They so like when the they King. play, it's always so late at night. Right. Yeah. So I fell asleep last night on the chair, the recliner, and woke up at 2.04, I think it was, in the morning, and the game was over. And Damn. I just went straight to bed. I'm like, I'm not even checking it. <laughs> yeah. So I went to bed. It was 0-0 when I went to bed. I fell asleep. Checked it this morning, 6 nothing, and I was like, hell yeah, there we go. Coming back with authority. Six out, keep that rolling. Or a tie. I mean, they have Connor McDavid, the most points in the league. Dreisaitl, who is like fourth or fifth for points in the league. And more points that in Florida? team. No, I just mean like individual player points. Oh, goals, okay, goals okay. assists. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they have the number one point scorer in the league and like fourth or fifth. I can't remember what Dreisaitl was in the league. How are they not, like, just wrecking people? Come on. Their defense is shit, apparently. I was going to say, yeah. Apparently. Apparently, the defense is bad. They give up a lot of goals, but they score a lot, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. They need to turn that around. Turn that from upside upside down. down. Yeah. But after this, there's still in it. And there's Dallas and the Flames. They're in it. I don't know. It seemed like game one, everybody that wasn't supposed to win won. Mm-hmm. In the first game of just about every one. Yeah. Or in the Blues. The Blues shit pumped the team they played. Shit pumped them? <laughs> yeah. I love I love that saying. Shit pumped. They shit pumped them. Huh. All right. Colorado won their first game. Yeah, that's like the one. Colorado and, Colorado the, Hurric- and, and the Hurricanes. Those are the only two teams Canes. that won their first two that were supposed to win their first two. Yeah. And then who lost? Uh, Lightning lost to... Uh, to the Maple Leafs, which when we yeah. were in Kentucky, the Maple Leafs lost to the Lightning like eight to two. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is going to be the series coming up. Yeah. And then they go and lose to them the other way around. And you're like, wait a second. How does that flip flop so quick? Yeah. And then it came back the other way. And now the Lightning won like six, three, five, three, I think. My. My last game at Joe Louis Arena was uh, with the Maple Leafs, and that is a lot of fun. Well, if the Wings win, that's a lot of fun. They spanked them four to nothing, and it's like half Toronto fans there. So, yeah, they make the trip. Yeah, yeah. Then who won across the water? What? Who won four to one? Four to nine? The Red Wings won four okay. to nothing. Okay, good. Yeah, stomp them. Stomp them. Stomp them. Okay. Shit pump them. Yeah, that's the phrase. You just shit pump them. Shit pump them Canadians across the river. (laughs) Shit pump them. Okay. Anywho. It's it's been a little bit since we've went over maybe weird dreams. I don't know Hmm. if you guys came up with any that you had or put them in your notes or whatever. When I mentioned I had some weird dreams, start remembering yours. Hmm. Uh, But I got got two. So okay. I'll start I'll start with one. And this All one's right. weird. 
This one's weird. Have you ever had a dream where in your dream you were exactly where you were outside your dream? I'm not sure I follow. So like so if, if you're on the couch, I'm sleeping on, and- let's say I'm on uh Sammy's couch watching TV and I fell asleep while watching TV late at night. But in my dream, I was also on that couch watching TV during the dream. Have you ever had that? I've done so that then, at work. So then when you wake up, you're like, is this still the dream or not? Have you ever had oh, that? Yeah, I no. guess. No, I said never Did had he that at just work. say he's done it at work? Yeah, I think so. No, I'm saying like you've worked and then you like go to sleep and then you, like your dream is that you're at work and then you wake up like shit. Now I have to go to work where I was actually oh, doing okay. work in my dream. Yeah, like, no. That's, no, no. So, so that's the setup. Okay. I was on the couch. Sammy's on the couch and we're watching TV and I fell asleep. And in my dream, I was laying on the couch the same way we were before, not in the dream, watching TV. But what was on TV was like a first person view of what I was seeing. Not at that time, but like it was like a show, but it was a show of me through my eyes, what I was doing through my eyes. So it was weird. So I was watching TV of me, but it was like first person. Yeah. So like some Inception shit. It was weird. So I was on a golf cart. I got like, I got on a golf cart and my phone was in the passenger cup holder and my cord went all the way across and plugged into the center of the steering wheel, which is where the USB port was. It's because I charged my phone right in the center of the steering wheel. So I was apparently drunk because my vision was kind of messed up a little bit. And I don't exactly know where I was at, but my initial thought was I was in Mount Pleasant and I was trying to get home. So I'm on a golf cart and I take off and I come up to a cross where there's a truck and the truck is to my left and he's turning right down the street that I just came from. And once he goes and his trailer goes, I thought there was only one trailer. So I start to take off. He had three trailers (laughs) smashed into the one trailer and like bent up the golf cart a bit and backed up and waited for him to go. So then I took off through the crosswalk, the intersection, got to the next intersection And there was a truck like sideways in the road. So I swerved around him, continued through the intersection till I got to the next crosswalk where I had to make a left. Made this left, few houses down, turned into the garage and drove in. And when I was driving into the garage, like the camera went from first person to third person and like went back through me and watched me like pull into the garage and then get out and walk into the side door. And when that happened, the camera panned up and Kyle in ghost form was ghost on, Kyle was on the house, like waving. <laughs> and I in ghost form was I like inflatable came, tube man? No, you were body. just you were just there waving. And then I in ghost form came forward from behind you and started waving too. And then it flashed to me on the couch, and I was like, well shit. I died. <laughs> so I was like, wait, how did, how did I die? So in the dream, me on the couch was like, I got to figure out where it is I died. Boom, it flashed back to in the TV 
I'm back sitting on the golf cart right where I started before. So I drove to the first intersection again, <laughs> let the car or the truck go by, let all of his trailers go by, and then I took off. Got to the next, next intersection, went around that vehicle, got to the last intersection. I was like, somehow I can stop and figure out where I died. So I was like, well, let's see if I already was dead at this point. So I stopped it. Boom. I was already dead still. I was like, damn it. Already dead. <laughs> so I went back to the beginning again. Started through the first intersection. Let him go. Went to the next one. And Wrong instead man. of going through that intersection, I stopped. And went, all right, did I already die yet? I was already dead. I was like, what the hell? Let's go back. So I went back to the, the first start again. Took off. Got to the first intersection. And when that truck started going, I was like, well, let's check and see if I'm already dead. I was already dead. I was like, what the hell? Like, I you're didn't just, go anywhere, and I was already dead you're still. You're just dead. So then I went back to the beginning, and I'm sitting in the golf cart, and I went, you know what? I'm just not going to take this golf cart. So I got out. This is where it gets even more weird. Really? I got out, walked into a field, and jumped on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow my brain knew I needed two horses. So I got on one, grabbed the mane of another one, and started walking. All right, Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> got like kind of where my golf cart was, but a little bit further, and my dad was there. And he got on the second on the horse. horse. <laughs> was he alive? He was alive. Oh, that's good. He got on the second horse, and we took off from there, and then, boom, I woke up. Jeez. And I was on the couch. Just like I was watching TV before, and I was like, "Holy shit, <laughs> this isn't still a dream!" Like I'm out of this dream now. Uh, and it was very weird waking up right where you were, and then guess what? Hmm. I had to drive home. <laughs> I was like, "Shit, where am I gonna die on this trip home?" Yeah, where's my horse? <laughs> yeah, there was no horse to be had. It was some sixth. Sixth sense shit. You were already dead the yeah, whole time. The whole time I was already dead. Yeah. What a twist. But it was just weird that I get <laughs> through all those intersections and finally get home and all of a sudden Kyle's a dead ghost on my house. <laughs> just waving. Just waving. Just waving. Or is that one or that means? So I don't know where you were dead at, but you were at my house and I died somewhere along the way. Apparently right at the beginning. Maybe I was already dead, but yeah. That was one weird dream that I had. Well, mine, well, I have two. I'll go with the first one. It's pretty short. And it's not even my dreams. My wife keeps waking up kind of cheating. and pisses <laughs> and is pissed off at me from the get go when we wake up. And wait, I wake up. Wait, did you say this was a dream? No, no, no. This is Michelle waking up from her dream. Oh, this is just real life. She's just pissed at you all the time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so the baby's, baby's screaming. All right, I'm putting pacifiers in their mouth, da 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 da, and I lay back down. I I wait until the very last second. I'm like, all right, there's no way that these girls are gonna go another minute. You know, I put a pacifier in their mouth usually at like 15 minutes, then like soothe themselves, and then they'll cry again, and they just get hungry. Well, I'm like, Michelle, can you help me? She's like, No, Kyle, you left me last night. I'm like, what? And for like three nights in a row, she had a dream that I left her. I'm like, if you think that I'm leaving you, I ain't doing this by, I ain't being, I ain't doing this shit by myself. We're in this shit together. Like, we got three kids. I know you ain't leaving me and I ain't leaving you. 
And I, I just thought it was funny because every time she woke up for like three days straight and it was the, the second night that she said that is when you said something about the, the dreams. Yeah. So she gets emotional <laughs> off of her dreams and takes it out oh, on you time. in real life. I don't want to say like she was mad for about five minutes and then she's like, hmm. And then like throughout the day, she'd be like, oh, I'm like, can you get a bottle? She's like, what if I don't? Are you just going to like leave me? I'm like, yes. No, yes. get me a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Get me a bottle. Yeah. Get me a burp cloth. Your daughter just burped all over my face. Kevin, so. Kevin, what you got? I got nothing. You didn't have anything? No. Okay. Well, I got a second one then. All right. Man, I got one after that. That's a kind of a nightmare. This one's shorter. This one's shorter. Um, I don't know what was going on, but I was wearing a really nice tuxedo. Yeah. Really nice tuxedo. And we're like we're in a field. So maybe yeah. this is where I grabbed There's those a horse horses. And a golf maybe, cart. maybe this is the same field. If you get married in a field, I'm gonna be like, this is the field. I had this dream first. Maybe I died in this dream and the other dream, it already knew I was dead from the field. Man. I have no idea. Dreams but anyway. We're in this great tuxedo, <laughs> and I assume, I guess, maybe there was a wedding that was going to go on. I don't know, but I'm just, like, waiting around, but I had my own little, like, outhouse closet thing. It looked like an outhouse, but it was apparently a closet. In a, I, in a field. In a field. Yeah, by yourself. Wooden. Well, kind of by myself. Like, there was stuff around, but it was were, a grassy area. Were there people? Not near me, okay. but like around. And I didn't have my tuxedo jacket on, but it was inside this little wooden closet, outhouse closet thing. Gotcha. So at, at some point, it was time to put my jacket on. So I opened this wooden closet thing, grabbed my jacket, and put it on. Reached back into this closet and threw on a sweet mullet wig. And I mean long mullet. Joe like, Dirt, hey? Like mid-back, just like Joe Dirt. And I wasn't done. Once that was on, I reached in, grabbed out a hockey helmet, put that oh, on. Man. So I'm wearing a tuxedo with a mullet wig and a hockey helmet. And glasses. someone woke, like walked over to me, and it was apparently time to go do whatever I had to do in this tuxedo. <laughs> and they're like, looking good. Hair? Hair's looking good. And then we just walked off in this field, like grassy area, and I woke up. That was just a real quick one. But it's just like, what am I doing with a long ass mullet and a hockey helmet wearing a tuxedo? It sounds like you were in the best wedding party ever. Yeah. Yeah, right? Oh, that was great. Give me a flower girl. No. You see those videos? They're like, kick uh, your ass. <laughs> That's why he was already dead. I went and kicked his ass in that dream. Uh, <laughs> so Pryor's wedding one day in a field. Yeah. We're all wearing mullets and hockey helmets. But <laughs> but the best tuxedos money. They can were buy. they <laughs> were great to look looking tuxedos. And her dad's gonna arrive on a bareback on a horse. <laughs> Did you say my dad or her dad? Your dad. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> Uh, All right, Kyle, well, you had to <clears throat> go ahead. Well, you guys know how I always have these like weird, like, uh, like sporting events where I can't shoot a basketball or like 
I try to dribble it and it's flat or I try to find like a bowling ball and I can't like the holes aren't big enough for my fingers. Yeah. Or, Just awkward, yeah. awkward and weird situations. Right. Just it's something that should be easy. Yeah. So the last like three weeks, um, about a month ago, we bought patio furniture um, outside and we spent way too, we spent over $2,500 on this patio furniture. Jesus. Yeah. It has a fireplace. It's super, super nice. I mean, $2,500. How many times, how many times have you used it? Twice. Worth it? It will be. Okay. (laughs) Continue. But so for the last, however many days before we were able to use it, it's been really shitty out. And like, usually we use it in the morning now. Um, uh, and so we're not able to use it yet. It always, it always has like a tarp on it or whatever the cover. And yep. so in my dream, I'm always out on my patio. I'm like, perfect. You know, I'm using it and, and I'm grilling and everything I'm grilling. I go into the house and like, what do you guys want? Like you guys are all there. Um, my dad's there, like everyone's there and they're all like really hungry. I'm like, all right, I'll throw stuff on the grill right now. So I grab hot dogs, right? You guys want hot dogs first? I'll cook them up really fast. Well, my grill, the, my grill is too wide and I put the hot dogs down and they fall in the grill. Why are you putting the hot dogs that way in the grill? Well, either way, I don't know. It's the way I was doing it. All right. Is that how you I normally do it in real life when you grill or do you go against the grate? I think I go, I think I go vertical just Why? because I have, all, I have other stuff. It's just like, these are for the kids. Like it's not, it's for Michelle. She doesn't want no char, whatever. I just need to heat it. No heat it. Do you do that? No, fuck no. You go against, and then you get those grill lines on the dog, right? Yeah. I don't think it's, it's a hot dog. I mean, I got, so, a, anyways. I, got, I got a flat top now anyway. So. so, so I do that. Falls through. I'm like, all right. Sorry, guys. Like, we, what else we got? We're out so of dogs. Like, yeah, I'm like, we got nothing. I'm like, all right. Uh, how about these burgers or the sliders? I said, okay. So he goes to sliders. I'm like, all right. Of course, they're sliders, so they're small, so they'll fall through the grate again. Fall through. I'm like, all right. What else we have? Like, no, no, no. Like, get these big so burgers. I grill, like, I grill my burgers on the side. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> and they, and they so slip like through a, the cracks. So I slide <laughs> those. I put those in vertical. You know, like a toaster. Like a toaster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so sorry, guys. Out of hamburgers. <laughs> yeah. So it holds, but as soon as it starts cooking, everything shrinks, and then just and just falls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now smoke starts to flame from my grill. I'm like, what else do I got? Just so got right, we have steaks. Big old meat fire in the bottom of the grill. <laughs> so I have steaks. So I, I put the steaks on, throw them on. Vertical, and of course. Whatever it is, I throw them on there. And needless to say, they fall through. And then Andy and Carl show up and they want to smoke oh, a brisket. How embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I'm like. My girl's already in flames. Like, just smoke it on that thing. You're like, dude, my meat's already smoking out there. <laughs> right. It's burning so go, shit. So we go out there and I put it on the grill. And I'm like 99% sure like it is, it's terrible. And uh, I come inside for a drink or whatever. I go back out and Carl's like, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, what? What? I'm like thinking in my head, like in my dream, I'm like, there's no way that this is going to be a great turnout of what he's going to have to say to me. Cause I've just been atrocious on the grill. And he's like, you're not going to believe how good this looks. I said, yeah. He says, look at this. And he grabs a handle and he tilts it up 
and I wake up. Like, damn, you never got to see it. <laughs> so now I'm scared to grill. Dude. Wow. Every time I put a burger on the grill from now on, I will look at that thing and think about sliding it through like a like a toaster. Every time now, that's what I will think of. Sliding a burger down like a toaster on them things. Uh, don't worry, Kyle. The end of your dream was just this giant pork butt falling through the grate. Yeah, yeah you'll grill. never believe how great this looks. You open it up and it's just down with the rest. I of had the option. Wieners like, and hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> they asked me, like, do you have wings? I said, yeah, but we're not doing this on the grill. The brisket fell on this meat bed we have down here. <laughs> you have this wonderful meat bed at the bottom of your grill. Like meat, maybe hell. That yeah. yeah, maybe that's what was so good, but yeah, it was. I don't know. I put the hot dogs on one side because I was moving everything because I had all this stuff to grill. So, like I said, I just put everything and I didn't want to put it on the top rack because if you open it up too fast, then the hot dogs will slide and fall down. And yeah, so I'll just put it on the bottom rack. So, I just did a vertical and fell through, man. Rots fell through like it was a, it was a dream. So, <laughs> it was a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, we're getting out there a little bit in time. This will be our last segment before what we learned this week. <clears throat> and this came up because of uh, something that, that I did this week. And I had this feeling, so I thought I'd throw it out to you guys. So the question is, what is like a normal everyday thing that hmm. people do that when you do that activity makes you feel like a little bitch. And the activity that made me think of this was I had to walk out on the lot, take a picture of a car, and I had an umbrella. And out walking in the rain by myself with an umbrella, I don't know why, but walking in, I was like, I just feel like a real bitch using this umbrella. <laughs> and this list will probably hit more with men than women, mm -hmm. I would assume. But I just felt like, a real wuss walking around with an umbrella. Hmm. I don't know hmm. if you guys feel the same way. I asked like, Brian no, I this question, an and he said, I feel more like a little bitch when I have an umbrella that I'm not using, and I'm just walking around with an umbrella, like hmm. rolled up. Yeah, I get that. So that was what kind of triggered this. So I have a list. Kevin, you said you had a few. Kyle, I think you have a few. Yeah. So... I don't. Do we want to go with our number ones first? Mm. Just, just kind of make I, sure the other person doesn't take them. Maybe. I did not take yours. My, I did not understand the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I want to hear your answers now. Yeah. Okay. So I just, <laughs> just thought, like, basically, something that someone somewhere does every day that uh, makes me feel like a bitch. Oh, okay. Well. I'm yeah. good with this too. No, so like yeah. as a welder myself, I would think like underwater welding. I can't believe that people would do that as a daily job. Mm -hmm. Like the, you would never get me in the deep dark water. Right. For anything, mm -hmm. especially welding. Yeah. And the fact that they do that and you would never do it makes you feel like a bitch. Okay. Right. right. Okay. And then also uh, pretty much any mechanic. 
Yeah. Any the fact that they can tear oh, the yeah. entire car apart and put it back yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. When people talk to me about mechanics, I'm just oh, nodding. Yeah. I'm just nodding and smiling. I don't know what the yeah. fuck you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's a fact. And that's I work I, mean. I work at a dealership. <laughs> right. And people ask me these questions and I'll be like, you know, I'm not mechanically inclined at all. Right. So let that's me get what, you back to I'm doing. That's what I'm doing right now. People are asking me about skiffs and how high they are and trailers and how much they can haul and two axles. And I'm like, I have well, that, that, that might be something you need to learn. One, I will one, learn. One, you will learn it. But the best answer you can give to that is, I don't know the answer to that, but I will find you the answer. That's the best answer you can give to that. Yeah. I, I don't know it, but I'm going to find you that answer. And that's okay. going to grab somebody else and bringing them in or going oh, yeah. and getting the answer and bringing it to them. Fair. Because if you can be honest and say, I don't know that answer, but I will get you the answer you'll go a whole lot further than trying right. to lie. And, and maybe a lot more patient. But yeah, because I'm like, I'm learning the system. I'm new. I'm new. I don't know what to do. Yeah. If you start making shit up. Yeah. Zero credibility. So yeah. just tell them, I don't know, but I'll get you that answer. Right. Yeah. On my desk, there's a, there's a thing for like COVID. There's still like a plexiglass thing. Yep. And on the bottom, uh, our air director, Adam, he just slapped on there and said, new guy <laughs> you're a, you're a fanugi yeah i'm just i'm just a new guy so and a lot of people came in and like asked like all right i got a reservation for so and so and i'm like yep just give me one minute he's like huh, i'm be here a minute right i said yep <laughs> you're right back yep you are all right, all right kevin so from here on out what i need you to do then yeah is is to reaffirm that our our lists are correct okay so that's that's where we're at there. So how many do you have, Kyle? Uh, I think I have like at least three. Okay, I have. I mean, all this. I already have uh, the umbrella one that I said. So I have one, two, three, four. Five, Not really power ranked from like, like one to I have whatever like seven. But I think the okay. one that I have is one that you have. So yeah. Really, I got like six. So I'll go first. Maybe I'll okay. do two. You do one. I'll do two. You do one. Kind of go back that way. So, okay. if you order food at a restaurant and you can't finish it and you have to get a to go box, does a little oh. bit of you make you feel a little bit like a bitch? No, like, yeah, I can't finish that food. No, and the train's back. Two, two, yeah. no, okay. I don't if, think I, so. if I go to like especially B-dubs I'm thinking of right now, mm -hmm. I have the intention of ordering food to take home. Do you? Yeah. Well, that's different then. If you don't well, have the don't intention... Yeah, but if you don't have the intention that you're going to need a to-go box, and then you do, you're like, I can finish this, and then you just can't. I guess it's just never happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, my second one is picking up your dog poop. Mm. Oh yeah. When you're going for the walk and then cars are going by looking at you and you're just reaching down grabbing dog shit and now you have to walk with a bag of shit the I rest know. of the time. I feel like I I actually kind of feel like proud. It's kind of like when you return your cart to the station or whatever yeah. like the you're not that yeah, I feel like you're, you're not that asshole leaving yeah. shit on somebody's side. Yeah, do I, I got like mental problems were, or what? Yeah, you just had to No, I know. get what you're saying like Yeah, you don't want to be that. You're, you're like what You're carrying <laughs> your dog's shit in a bag you are your dog's bitch yeah no, no. exactly and people See, are staring at you while you were picking up this turd 
Well, it's. Well, they, I feel it's they're going to think a lot less of you if you don't pick up that turd. They probably right. will. That's true. Yeah, I feel more of a bitch doing that if you're doing it in your own yard, like and like the neighbors are watching. You're like, oh, here goes Kyle again, just picking up all the dog shit in the yard before he mows. <laughs> well, I feel like just mow that shit over. If if I would have talked about this before I said it, then this wouldn't be part of my list, I guess. But like, yeah. if you're doing it in your yard and your neighbors are watching, they're probably so happy you're doing it because it smells like dog shit around your house, mm. and they want it picked up. Mm. Okay, mm. maybe. So those two, right. not so good. To ca- I mean, I, judge I, I get what you're saying. Okay, to both of them. Okay, Kyle. Um, that's one of yours. So. I don't know if I sent you guys snaps or whatever um, this week, but we do a lot of grilling at my new job. And um, let's go along with your dream. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. And they had hot dogs and and we did like pork loin or whatever. And one of the, um, I'm the newest guy, obviously, but the youngest kid, he's like 19. And he only like there's ketchup and mustard and like all these condiments for his hot dog. And he only put ketchup on it. And I'm like, all right, I, I'll put ketchup on my hot dog too. Like, I'm just not trying to make any waves. And he walks out of like the break room and the guys just scold him. And they're like, what? Just ketchup on a hot dog? You don't put ketchup on a hot dog. You put mustard on a hot dog. Yeah. So <laughs> I ran back. I just like slowly went back to grab a drink and I just put mustard on the whole thing. And I guess if you put just ketchup on a hot dog that makes you feel like a little bitch well people can make you feel that way i guess (laughs) yeah other people well i I brought this up in the previous nk17 you guys say you never heard that no ketchup after age 17 oh yeah is that just to hot dogs yeah i think so just on hot dogs like if you're over 17 and it's not like a law you know a rule that you have to throw it all on there but, but people yeah, who put I really like Swedish, both. I could do sweet, both. If I put if I put onions on the dog, Ooh, no yeah. ketchup, just mustard yep. and mm. the onion. All three. Or relish. It's relish. It has to and be mustard. sweet. It can't be All sweet four. relish. Who does sweet relish? With the ketchup and everything with the relish and everything on the dog? The works. Okay. What if it's sweet relish? That's fine. Ugh. Can't stand that. That's fine. I might like that better. Um, how about, how about this one? It doesn't happen so much now, but maybe that's because I don't, I don't have a wife, <laughs> but, uh, when you were a kid, was there a time where your mom asked you, can you go grab my purse? I mean, probably mm. there were times when I was a kid, my wife, has. my mom my wife was like, has. can you go grab my purse for me? And then you were just walking around with a purse. Yeah, like you're picking it yeah. up and you're walking it back, yeah, well, and now you are. Yeah. I don't know about with my mom, with but I've definitely been carrying my wife's purse, and like when I was younger, I used to like zip it up. You try to do like, it in a manly way. You're like holding it like yeah. a football or something. No, what, what I would do is I'd like zip it, make sure it's all locked, and then I'd like roll it around my like, and just have the thing fucking swing around my arm as I'm like just, and I just I don't know, like so a definitely. He's doing helicopter. The, doing a helicopter. You're walking around with a purse. You definitely yeah. don't hold it by the strap. I think no. you palm it. Yeah, just like with a fist. Yeah, you, you have you have it in your it. fist. Yeah. You hold it as manly as you can. Yeah, you palm it or you hold it up tight like a football, but you don't put the strap over your shoulder. 
Oh, definitely, definitely not. not. No, you don't but even like, hold the strap with your hand. No, you don't just, touch the strap. Yeah, no. Yeah, you don't even look at the strap. No. But if walking, the, if with the strap the purse, can be removed, take the strap yes, off. Yes. <laughs> You'd be like, "Where's the strap on this thing?" Like, I don't know. Carry your own fucking person. I don't know. You'd know exactly where it is. So that was one there. Uh, I got one. How about? Um, okay, go ahead. I had uh, going through airport security and like you're going through it and like you're watching people as like they're taking their shoes off and emptying their pockets and doing all the things. And then you get up there and you kind of freeze. You're like, you don't really have to take your belt off. Right. And then they're like, yeah, dude, you have to take your belt. Like, then you have to like undress kind of in front of them and take your shoes off. And I just think it's not. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's it awkward. Like it's a little awkward. Always, yeah. How about this? So, uh, they have so much authority over you. You're like you're just like you need me to strip down because I'll do that too to get on this fucking flight. <laughs> like, whatever you need. Uh, how, how about this one? Putting on chapstick. <laughs> do you feel like a little bitch putting on chapstick? Yeah. I feel like if you have to like do that, do <laughs> don't give I feel me that like little <laughs> that little answer, non-committal answer there, Kevin. Give me the answer. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it all depends know. on how you do it. Like the kind of chapstick. Do you have the kind of chapstick where it's a stick and you got to put it on? You're like putting the chapstick on, or do you got the kind? Doing that. Do you put it on your finger and you wipe it on your lips? Yeah, doing the finger and wipe it on your lips. I think that's more. That makes you feel real awkward, real bitchy. Yeah, yeah. Well, a little, little pucking. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah, right. It's it's definitely you know, weird. Yeah, definitely uh, weird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you just like look down when you do it. Just, I know you got one more, Kyle. And it was one that I have on my list, but I'll let you say it because you put it on the chat. The quick grip? Yeah. Getting quick gripped in a handshake. Yeah. 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 Meeting new people, especially at work. And of course, it was my mechanic, like our foreman guy that does like like all the, he checks out like when the rentals come back, how everything looks and says if anything's bad or gets charged. And this guy has like, just massive hands and he comes and shakes my hand and he just grabs my like all four fingers i'm like this is not a good situation yeah just like a dead fish hand because he Mm -hmm. grabbed too quickly and just got your fingers yeah or like when the guy takes your hand and the twists it and puts it on top oh yeah i do that too yeah (laughs) yep but if you go in there like this just like "Mm, i'm passive you're fine go ahead no right here if if they quick grip your hand, you just gotta be like, let go. Get <laughs> do this again. Get yeah. in there like a good handshake. And if you um, control that situation, if you control that situation like that, maybe you come out on top. Be like, no, let go of my hand. Get in there with a better handshake. Maybe I feel like people should feel like little bitches if they don't know how to ice skate. If they're dudes, like you should know how to ice skate. If you're just like walking on ice, okay, I think that's a pretty big move. Is there is there anything and you like guys want, like an alcoholic beverage you want to drink but you won't drink because you feel like a little bitch drinking mm. it? Wait, like I oh. think I look like a bitch drinking it, or I feel like I would act like a bitch because it's too strong of a drink. No, because I am a little bitch. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> No, like people would 
you're worried that other people would think you're a bitch because you're drinking like yeah. a strawberry daiquiri out of a bottle or something. Well, I mean, what oh, yeah. what were we drinking at the fancy restaurant in Kentucky there? I had, I I had, a, tequila, I had a tequila cranberry, and they're like, ooh, what is that? A little sunny breeze? <laughs> What's that? Uh, I was it, like, no, it's thing, tequila. The thing this is, is, is that this they, is Patron. Yeah, and, and the glass was this thick and yeah. like this long. And in the tall, skinny like, glasses. <laughs> Oh yeah, and Kyle had a, like a margarita glass or martini yeah, glass. No martini glass. Manhattan. Oh. Manhattan. And I those had are the, the guy, girliest glasses. The thing is, is that the guy like two seats down had it on the rocks. I'm like, yeah, that's what I wanted. In a normal and, like, like whiskey whiskey glass glass, glass. and, and like, he had his. Oh, it was probably, that made me film. Yeah, and, and the look, funny it probably thing, looked a little like a cosmopolitan. So that was my first time when I drink. when I ordered my drink down there. She goes, "Do you care what tequila we use?" And I was like, "No," thinking, "All right, they're just gonna go well." No, I don't care. <laughs> they go top shelf. No, they're gonna go top shelf. Of course, they want all the money. Of course. <laughs> so then, when I get my bill and I'm looking at it, it says patron, patron. and I was like, "What is patron?" Yeah, I'm a patron. <laughs> Why does it say patron eight times on here? Why does it say patron on here for $20? I was like, I'm a patron. And they're like, what drink did you have? Oh, shit, that's Patron. That was a $20 Patron. Uh, Now you know. That was fun. Yeah, that was good. And then I got made fun of. If ever you're asked at a fancy restaurant, do you mind what liquor we use? Yes. Yes. The cheapest, dirtiest shit you can get. Yeah, I want the bottom of the bottom, please. (laughs) I don't want your patron. (laughs) Right. No patrons for me. No. Uh, My last one is that little sip of coffee to check the temperature at first. Doesn't that just make you feel like a little bit? You're just like, ooh, ooh, that's hot still. And then you set the cup back down. Yeah. That's a little, I, a little bit. I, I, will, I refuse to put my coffee in like thermoses because I'm like, all right, it's been like an hour now. There's no it's way it's still, still scalding hot. Scorching hot. Yeah. So I'll put mine in like a uh, turvis. Scorching. And so I'll, I'll put mine in a turvis. And when I come down to um, What's a get bottles. That's a brand. Like the, the, or the tumbler, like the oh, plastic okay. cup. It's a brand. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I'll make it in that and I'll get the girls um, bottles ready and I'll go up and feed them. And by the time I come down to wash bottles or, you know, get the girls down here and it'll be like perfect temperature and I can just put it down. That's okay. that, that's actually a good one. Put okay. her down. Yeah. But that first little sip to check the temperature. <sighs> Ooh, burns the mm, shit out of your ooh, tongue. That's still hot. Yeah, that was a good. That was a really good one to pick. Yeah, a little sip. Yeah. Um, Someone that, that when I asked the question said, "Being passed by a chick in a truck." <laughs> and you're like, "Shit, I don't even drive a truck, and this chick's driving a truck. She's passing me." Hmm. No. I guess I don't. Other, I don't realize other drivers around me that much. You should. You get children on board. You should worry about all the drivers around you. Mm. No. When I was like loading cars when I worked at crew and like I would like smile and would, like get them on their conveyor and had like a little bit of tent. I'm like, yep, another dude in the truck. 
And then, like, as they pass me, I look left, and there's just a blonde bomb showing. You're like, wait, what? Who's this? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, that doesn't bother me at all. Okay. Because yeah. they usually have, like, pink, stupid-ass stickers oh, yeah. all over their truck. Yeah, yeah like, you got and passed I... by a girl. You're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Whatever. I don't give a shit what this mud cricket thinks of me. <laughs> <laughs> mud cricket. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right, Kyle, do you have any more? Uh, what else did I have? What else do we do with Logan? Oh, I colored with uh, <laughs> crayons that are like half the size. Like I don't really know, tiny, really tiny ones. I don't know. I feel like a little bitch. Just like, did you do a good job? No. <laughs> yeah. Extra bitch. <laughs> <laughs> extra. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, we are hitting the hour and a half mark. Something we learned this week, and we'll wrap it up. Wrap did, it up, boys. Did you learn anything this week, Kevin? Not really, but I came across an article I found very fascinating, and maybe you guys have heard of this in the okay. news lately. Okay, boaters on Lake Mead near Las Vegas. Found the body of a man stuffed in a barrel. I seen the headline, didn't read it. Police believe the man was shot sometime in the 1980s. A severe drought has dropped the water level significantly. And one Vegas detective believes this could be the first of many bodies the drought will uncover. Hmm. Whoa. So. That's interesting. Hmm. So yeah, the Especially mob. Especially near Vegas, the mob didn't just bury him in the desert. They yeah, put him in barrels. Put him in barrels and sunk them in but the. They, but wait, one wait. body of water. So the water went down far enough that this was on the bottom, still in yeah. a barrel. Okay, so it didn't start floating. No. Okay, because my initial yeah, thought when I read that on, was like, all right, concrete, man. It's just like laying on dry land that yeah, was put concrete in there once too. underwater. Okay. Damn. Hmm. Kyle, did you learn anything? Well, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys know, but Saturday is the Kentucky Derby. Okay. It's yeah. coming up. And while we were doing this, I was looking at like the odds for it. because I'm like, you know what? We should pick a horse. And I'm looking through here. I'm like, I can't pronounce half these fucking I've horses. Done names. Zero research on this one. So I look on here and lo and behold, how do you pronounce Z-O-Z-O-S? Zozo. Zozos? Right. So, if Zozo wins the Kentucky Derby 20 to 1, then I'll say I'll let your Zozo win for Patrick Cantley. So, if, wait, wait, wait. So, it, was, it wasn't the Zozo that Patrick Cantley won, but, I mean, I'll take it. But <laughs> it was the Zurich. But if Zozo wins... I'm taking the Patrick Cantley money for the Zurich. I thought it was the Zo- Isn't that the Zozo? No. It was Zurich. Uh, close enough. No, bet's still on. That's still on. That's still on. So, you're, <laughs> so you got your horse. You're going with Zozo. Okay. And if he wins, then I get the Patrick Cantley money. Kevin, is, is he in on this? Because he's part of this, too. Well, yeah, I get the I Zalatoris money. Okay. Yeah. Then oh, yeah. He'll get the Zalatoris <laughs> money and you'll get your, your Lowry money. All right. Okay. All right. We'll take that. That's. So this podcast we're going with Zozo twenty to one. I I guess just because I want the, I guess I want the money. Uh, something I learned this week, Kyle. 
you might know this and you might actually have more info on this. I was at Walgreens the other day. Hmm. You used to work for Walgreens. Yep, boy of the month. No big deal. <laughs> Once. Well, the lady at the register called out uh I have a code 23. Code 23 register 1. Do you know what code 23 is? And looking it up online, I guess every Walgreens kind of has different codes for things. Right. But apparently at this specific Walgreens, code 23 was they were out of $1 bills. Mm. And I don't think it was a real code because the manager or whoever it was that walked up had to walk up and ask her what she wanted. And she goes, oh, I'm out of ones. Oh, okay. And then she had to walk to the back to get one and then come back. Code 23, yeah. I think code 23 is like asking a manager to the front desk. Because I've seen like code R. Like if they say code IC3, that means that they're like, I see three people in line, so I'm going to need help. Yep. Bring another person up, open another register, IC3. Yep. And then what I seen was like most places is a code R is for restroom you need to go and lock the restroom because some maybe all of them lock the restrooms that's sketchy yeah we don't yeah if you have to lock your restroom and but i mean we did have one guy do some kind of drug where he's pumping a needle in his arm in mount pleasant at like four in the morning that we needed to call the cops on because he passed out in our bathroom yeah, you should have kept that door locked. <laughs> yeah. So, code R. We got a code R. But yeah, code 23, apparently this one was, I don't know if it was a real code or if it was her made-up code to get somebody to come up front and be like, yeah, I, I need more ones. I don't know. I always feel weird going into Walgreens or CVSs now. Because you used to work for them? Or work there? Not necessarily, but like, why do you need to go to one of those places? I don't know. For formula. Like, you're, you're not... Yeah, yeah, for formula, Kyle. Well, I why did you to, have to go for one? Well, I was going there for formula, but I went to Walmart. I went to Walmart first to see if they had it, and they didn't have it. So I'm like, mm. all right, in and out. Or like that's what took him so long. Right. Eight, uh, like eight uh, eight fifteen. I'm like Michelle's like we're almost out of formula. Like, okay, well, I have a podcast here at nine o'clock, so I'll just go to uh, Walmart, which is really close. And then that's why I was so like the the. Uh, crunch time of me getting a cvs with like a minute to spare because they didn't have it okay i have to go to walgreens because it's like the only store in claire that sells diapers hmm. if is i'm that, out is that true uh battery have to go all the way to meyer yeah you'd have to go to mount pleasant or yeah i, I mean i don't know if whipbacks has diapers if they do i probably don't want to pay their price anyway yeah it's probably like 97 dollars for True. These these beers, I think it's cost me over fifteen dollars for four. It was a four pack for four. It was a four pack. Well, it's ten percent. It is a ten percent beer, and it is made with agave and tequila. How much was it? And their founders cost me over fifteen dollars for a four pack. This was fifteen dollars. This is Evan Williams Kentucky Bourbon. (laughs) That's a big bottle too. That's a liter. But yeah. Over fifteen dollars. Yikes, man! Thanks, Webex. <laughs> That's episode seventy-three. I'm, we're gonna cut it off right here. We're at almost an hour and forty minutes. 
I gotta go to bed. Uh, Kevin does have to go to bed. We ha- we have uh, things to do tomorrow. Yeah, things to yeah. do tomorrow after work. work. What? Yeah, work and then things to do after work. Right. What? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Um, we'll talk about it after. And then I have uh, a golf outing with with your dad on Saturday, so I got that to do. So who's that? My dad? Your dad? I do believe it's Mother's Day. On, oh, on yeah. Sunday, yeah. Shout out, shout out to moms. Oh, yeah. and we also have an RIP. I, I was going to bring this up at the beginning, and then I forgot. Mm. RIP to Gary DeShano. Yeah, Gary DeShano. He used to uh, go on our Kentucky trips with us. Uh, good guy. Uh, RIP to Gary DeShano. Yeah, he uh, he classed us up. He was the one that drank wine, kept us on our yep, toes. He sure did. And Carolyn's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't even think anybody yeah. had any Carolyn's out this wow. year. No, we'll have to get some next year. I write that down. I think it's. I think we already bought it, so I think there's maybe two <laughs> bottles on the bus already. Oh, still? I mean, he's, he's, he's usually the one that cracks it out. And yeah, then, I don't and think then everybody, I don't think anybody drinking, and then everybody passes it around. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, hmm. yep. That's Happy Mother's Day and R.I.P. to Gary Deshano. Um, You will be missed, and have a good Sunday with your mother. Yeah. For your mother. See you later, Kyle. See ya. Bye.